Well, you can tell by walking into so many stores right now, the aisles full of chocolates and hearts. I mean, St. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. But what is a better way to show the person that you love them than just leaving an overpriced card covered with glitter and hearts on the counter as you leave for work? Well, joining me this morning with her ideas and some tips for you this St. Valentine's Day, it is Patricia Mackey. She is with Everyday Counseling. Good morning, Patricia. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, I think this is a perfect topic for St. Valentine's Day. Let me start with this, though. I think for many people, and I don't want to point or single out men in any particular way, but sometimes it can be hard to formulate words that correspond Mm -hmm. with the feeling that you have, and then to be able to say them can be a little difficult. Why, Why is that sometimes a hard thing for people to do? I think I was just having this conversation um, with one of the deacons in the diocese the other day. And and men so often are just lacking emotional language. And so like, well, I, I know what it feels like. Like, right. I, I know how much I care about you. I know how much I love you, but I don't have a word for it because it's, you know, like they say, the Eskimos have how many words for snow? And yet we have one, <laughs> that's right. snow. And so we have one word, it's love. And yet there's so much that encompasses it. There's so many ways that we want to say it, that we want to show it, and we just don't have the language for it. On the other hand, women, I think we are just, I don't know if it's wired or trained, but we learn from a very young age a mastery over communication, and we have the ability to say so many things. I think men mm-hmm. tend to be men of action rather than tell you I love you I'm going to show you how I love you and as women we should recognize what the value in that is so much they want to do they don't want to necessarily say but well words and actions well we know those go together so this Valentine's Day here are some ways Patricia you said there are five ways that we can show affection to each other. Like I said, a card with just your name on the counter. Well, that means that you're being thoughtful, but we can go a little bit deeper. So let's dive into some of these ways. What's the first way that we can show affection to the person we love? Yeah. The first one, and this is going to be a little counterintuitive. uh, The first one is make sure when you are asking for affection from your spouse, like let's see if you can really do this on Valentine's Day be very clear about what you're asking for. And I think about this, you know, here I am, I've I've been a marriage counselor for 20 years. I've been married for 20 years and yet I still struggle with this. And this is a joke at my house because bids for affection are just asking, asking your spouse to do something for you, to show you how much they care about you. And the big one at our house is, can you change the baby's diaper? And so I ask it, very unclear. That's a huge bid for affection for me. I want my husband to come in and say, yes, I want to do this for you. But if I ask him, do you want to change the baby's diaper? He immediately looks at me and says, no. So the way that I ask for his attention, the way I make that bid is really unclear because it sets me up to be rejected in my bid. And it sets him up to be like, no, you asked me a question. I want to be honest. And so we want to be really clear 
All right. Well, Patricia, I think some women might go as far as to say, well, I want him to know what I want. <laughs> I if, if I have to ask him, he'll do it. But then it doesn't make me feel like he's being thoughtful ahead of time. Is that often right. a pitfall? And right. And there's there's that request of I want my husband to be God. <laughs> Whenever I hear that, that's that's what I know in my heart. And that's what I know from other women's hearts and husband's hearts is I really want my husband to know what I know, what it takes to make me feel completely known, completely loved and completely seen. And I want him to put that first. And there's only one person that does that. And that's God. And so we always have to remind ourselves, I didn't marry God and I'm not God. So I can't have that expectation of him. And so I want to be really clear. Like when I need your attention, when I want to tell you about my day, when I really just need you to hold the baby for five seconds, I need to be clear about that so that they can respond and really say, yes, I love you. Thank you for asking. Thank you for being clear because God made me human. And sometimes I get stuck in what I want and what I need and what's going on in my world. And I forget to, to shift and think about you. Sure. I think one of my favorite requests, and it meant so much to me when the kids were little, my husband would come home. Can you get the kids a snack? Dinner started. Mm -hmm. What I really need right now is 15 minutes to go take a shower. And then I felt refreshed and being able to come back. But I never got a no. I never got a no when you're direct like that, for sure, because our husband's Well, they love us and they want us to be happy and they want to do things. Patricia Mackey joining us today. Well, we're running a list for St. Valentine's Day, ways that you can show affection. All right. So number one, we've asked for that thing that would would help us and, and receive that. What else can we do? Right. So that first one, be clear and ask. And and that's you really being affectionate toward your spouse, right? If I'm willing to be clear with you, then you can respond. So that's my way of showing you love is by asking clearly. The second one is kind of your more traditional romantic one is that six second kiss. So the next time you give your spouse a kiss, just count. And my husband likes to do this. He will tap his fingers on my back while he's giving me a kiss to prove that I have not lasted six seconds. And there's some really cool stuff that happens in the brain when we reach that six second marker of giving our spouse a kiss. So So see if you can make it last. I think that's perfect. If you think in your mind, if we just count one, two, three. Now that's only the halfway mark right there. Now you really, you just can feel yourself. You know, you imagine yourself wrapped in your husband's arms or you've got your arms around your husband, that that additional three seconds, that's everything. And there, you said mm-hmm. there, there are some chemical changes that really start to be released, relaxing hormones, things like that. A six second kiss. Exactly. That should yes. be on the menu, I think, for every couple, every <laughs> single day, twice a yes. day. Right. At least. And we always say, you know, it's um, John Gottman, a marriage researcher up in Seattle. He's the one that kind of coined the six second kiss and actually found what happens in the in the body when you give it a six second kiss. And so he likes to coin the term a six second kiss is worth coming home to. And so he always suggested that should you should always depart with a six second kiss and have a reunion with a six, oh. six, six second kiss. So yeah. kind of bookmark 
bookmark your your comings and goings with that nice long kiss. Well, if you imagine your child coming to you, arms up, saying, I need a hug. If you just went over there and just gave him a quick squeeze and walked away, how satisfying is that for them? It's it's not. So you put your arms around them and you hold them and you love on Mm -hmm. them and you rub their backs and, you know, just whisper wonderful things to them. Well, you know, grownups, we're not that different. We still need that that length of time. Exactly. Just that that real moment of, of I'm here. I'm connecting with you. Patricia Mackey is joining us today. We are helping everyone. We'll get ready for a really special St. Valentine's Day this year with five ways to show affection. Well, Patricia, that is two. We've got three more to go. But for our listeners, I'm going to ask them to tune into our next half hour. I am coming up against my break. Can we get through the next three if you stay with me through the break in our next half hour? Let's do it. Well, I am back with Patricia Mackey. She is with Everyday Counseling joining us today well, to get you ready for some ways to show the person that you love A little affection for St. Valentine's Day. Patricia, thanks so much for staying with me. Absolutely. So, Patricia, in our first half hour, we talk about two of the ways. First of all, you said to ask directly for the thing that you need of of your husband or wife uh, and and be direct. Don't let it be a, well, could you do this? No, say, I. this is a need. And that's the way that you say you show affection by asking directly. Mm-hmm. So that way, well, your spouse can then give you that thing. I think that's perfect. Right. Secondly, oh, the all loving and wonderful sick second kiss. I think that's a perfect way to start every day and end every day. And uh, the mm-hmm. amount of time be very conscious. I love what you said about how your husband taps on your back six times so that way you know, well, you have got the exact amount of time. All right. Mm -hmm. So those are a couple of great ways, but there's still other ways that uh, no matter if you've been married a short amount of time or a very long amount of time, these all work really well. Thirdly, what can we do this year? Third, you know, I know a lot of us will probably be going out to dinner or maybe even just a quick coffee for Valentine's Day. And how many of us have a hard time moving away from talking about work or talking about the kids when we finally get some quiet moments with Mm -hmm. our spouse? So this year, challenge yourself and see if you can reminisce with one another. Go back and, and think of those times in your love story that you just you love that you kind of keep them in your little memory box of these are the things do you remember when and so take the time to reminisce remember why you have conflict with this person remember why you're willing to put up with his socks on the bathroom floor or whatever it might be like just take that time to reminisce what is it that i love about you what is it that i love about us oh I think, Patricia, I look back on my own marriage with the good deacon, 33 years, and I can recall, and I think this is a great great question to ask your spouse, in our marriage of the days that you remembered, outside of the kids being born or wedding days, those types of things, what do you remember as being the best day? spent together. Mm -hmm. And when I have those hard times, I remember a very special trip that my husband and I were able to go on. And it was a part of a work trip, but it allowed us a day to spend in Washington, D.C. And it's the funniest thing that that's Mm -hmm. the day. But for me, 
walking around the city with my husband, just doing what we wanted to do was the best day. And it's great to have those memories, that one that says, you know what, when I'm with you, this is the day that I always love to remember. Oh, I think that's perfect. I think that might be a great way to open up that question about what yeah. the best day for us together. What do you remember? Yeah. Enjoy exactly. a cup of coffee. And it doesn't even have to be the best, right? Because sometimes that can be like, oh, no, oh, no, can I call it the best? But I have so many of those little. I remember before we had kids, we went um, on vacation to Colorado over Easter and we took along some little Easter eggs and we had we made our own Easter egg hunt in the um the rock formations in Colorado. And it's just one of those things that, that makes me remember that we were getting closer and closer to getting ready to have kids. And it was just the two of us having fun and still being kids ourselves before we became parents. And oh, so those memories, those. those memories are everything. Mm-hmm. Patricia Mackey joining us today. We've gotten through one, two, three ways now to show affection on St. Valentine's Day or any day of the year. All right, Patricia, number four, where are we at? Yeah. Number four. So not only do we want to look back at the good times, we want to look forward to the good times. So let's dream together. What is one thing that, you know, and you can throw it out there. If we won the lottery, what is one thing we would want to do? If we, uh, you know, when we retire, what is one thing that we would love to do together? Even waking up and saying, what is one thing that you want to do together tomorrow? So start to dream. What are Mm. ways that you want to enjoy one another in the future? I think, Patricia, even for those who have been married a long time in those retirement years where, you know, they feel like they've lived a life, that everything's been done. Mm -hmm. We recognize that our life is a journey and every day is a gift from our Lord. So we should never stop having that dream. Like you said, even Mm -hmm. if it's what do you want to do tomorrow? Let's think about it. What This summer, let's plan something. Let's look ahead always. Mm. Patricia, I've loved it so far. So let's remember that we are at four things now. We've talked about asking for things that we need directly. That six-second kiss, sitting down and, and not talking about the kids or those things, kind of reminisce. And then while maybe you're having that same conversation, you can look ahead and dream for what will happen in the next day, the next month, the next year, the next season of life. So now we are down to big number five. And so what is one more thing, the fifth thing that we can do this St. Valentine's Day to show affection? This fifth thing, speak your spouse's love language, right? Let's, Let's not knock those glittery Valentine's Day cards for the people who really love those, right? There's always gonna be that woman or that husband out there that's going, but I love that card. Like that makes me feel so loved when yes. you give me that card. And the husband's going, but it's cheap and I mean it's kind of expensive, but why would I get you this card? And she's going, because I keep these. These are so special. Mm-hmm. So think about those five love languages, right? If your spouse's love language is gifts, no matter how cheesy you think they are or silly they are, just go ahead and do it. Right? Okay. If that's important to them, do it. If it's service, right? If their love language is service. Go ahead and do that, right? Go take the car to get its oil changed. Go and, you know, wash the wash the dirty diapers. <laughs> do something for them or time, right? So for those whose love language is time, 
really set aside and say, hey, this morning, I'm going to make us both a cup of hot coffee and I'm going to, you know, put the kids somewhere else. Or if you're beyond the kids stage, like I'm going to carve out time. I'm going to put the phone away. I'm going to put the computers away. I'm going to turn off the TV and I'm going to hand you a hot cup of coffee and I'm going to have my full attention on you or touch, right? So, so many people's love languages touch. It's just holding hands. Like, let's go for a walk and hold hands. So let me give you a back rub or rub your feet. Really take the time to do that. Or that final words of affirmation, right? So going in and looking up a love poem and reciting that, or just saying those simple words, I love you, right? For so many people out there, those words are hard to come by and are rare to come by, and yet they touch the deepest part of us. So that last one, pick pick something off of your spouse's five love languages and do that for them. You don't have to do all five. You, you should have a, a sense of which one really makes okay. your spouse feel loved. Patricia, you're talking about these five love languages. How do couples know what those are for each other? Is there, I don't know, a way that they can do this? Maybe perhaps on your webpage? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, I'll be honest, the five love languages comes from Gary Chapman and it's a book. So for those that like diving in, you can go for the book. Um, and then he also has online, you can do a quick quiz for what is my love language. And then lastly, Patricia, now before we go, for those who maybe are looking to dive a little deeper, really focus on their marriages, perhaps maybe a couple is in that uh, marriage prep program and they need to add a retreat. There is a retreat coming up not too long in the springtime that they can uh, engage and tell our listeners again about it. Absolutely. So we have to become one uh, the retreat at Mount Angel Abbey coming up again. This is our third year of uh, hosting these retreats. And they are just a wonderful opportunity for couples who might be engaged. Maybe you're going through a consolidation. Maybe you're a newlywed. Maybe you've been married for 20 plus years. Uh, maybe you're in the heart of raising kids and you could just really use a getaway. So three days up at the hilltop up with the monks. And we get to just dive into marriage and the beauty of it and really focus on one another, really focus on your marriage. So we do have about 12 spots left for the May retreat, and then we'll have one in September as well. All right, fantastic. Well, Patricia, I appreciate all that information. I have been taking a whole lot of notes, and I think those are really wonderful, wonderful ideas today. Thanks so much for your time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And again, that is Patricia Mackey with Everyday Counseling. I'm going to add a link to where you can find her webpage. She's got so many great resources there for you to check out. I'm also going to put information about that upcoming marriage retreat at Mount Angel Abbey. You can find those details, all those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary Media app.